All right, welcome to Hyperborean Radio. This is Celtic God coming at you straight from the wasteland of modernity. The song that you just heard was Bluebells and Lilacs. That's by Hallander. Make sure to check him out on Bandcamp. With us today is Ethel Wolf, also known as Neil Rundgren, one of our featured artists in Europe and Diaspora, and for, well, quite blatantly, much of the work that we do. How are you doing today, Ethel Wolf? And, uh, Uh, introduce yourself um, where people can find you and as well as what it is that you'd like to discuss today okay thanks Uh, thanks for having me on this evening Um, well it is not even the dead of winter but it's unbelievably cold I think last night last night it was minus five degrees Celsius which is uh, 23 degrees Fahrenheit but to make matters worse we had no power for a few hours last night as South Africa is undergoing an, engin- an energy crisis at the moment. Otherwise, I am as well as I can be, though tonight is as equally as cold. <laughs> <laughs> yes, got to love the uh, the rolling blackouts that you guys are encountering Absolutely. at the moment. But of course, the uh, <laughs> sugar coating of aforesaid blackouts just makes it even worse because they come up all these um, with all these colorful terms to say oh well it's not that bad you know we will recover blah 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 no it's not going to recover just tell people the truth of what's really going on behind closed doors <laughs> coming to a country near you very soon very soon yeah so um yeah uh where can so people what's that uh, sorry i was just gonna say so, uh, sorry i was just gonna say so hang on to your candles yes <laughs> Um, I don't know if you got a chance to try that trick that I told you about, but it actually does work, which is uh, what I was telling telling him to generate a little bit more heat, and it, it, it won't heat a house, don't get me wrong. But the candle, you, know, you get a metal stand that sits up higher than the, metal, than, the, uh, than the candle flame does, and you place a rock in that. And the candle flame heats the metal, which heats the rock, which puts off a little bit more heat than the candle by itself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if nothing I'll, else is good for warming your hands over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now I'll give that a try sometime. I'd say sometime this winter. Um, I think it's going to become quite cold or it's going to get cold. I'm pretty sure it's you'll get plenty winter. of opportunities. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> so, um, um, okay. Well, anyway, I, wanted um, start, I wanted to start yeah. with where can, uh, where can people find you? And just in case okay. they aren't already aware. Um, all right, uh, let me just have a look here. Okay, so um, people can find me mostly, well, I'm mostly active um, on my, ins- uh, sorry, on my Telegram account, which they can, f- which I do believe is Aetherwolf Art. You can find me there on Telegram by subscribing to my channel to learn or to um to, to be kept up to date of what is going on, what am I doing, etc. as an artist, because I, I do tend to update people now and again on it. Not so much as Facebook anymore, because I, I really have lost interest in Facebook, as it doesn't um, sort of help me in any way. Right, and I, I, I follow it, it you on there. Me in any way. I follow yeah. you on <laughs> Telegram, too, and he shares um, projects as they're, being, as they're being worked on, so you get to see actually how things are, are progressing. Which is cool. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Um, so you can you can support me. Well, please support me if you're able to. I know we're in the midst of trying times, 
but if you really love my work do not hesitate to purchase my artwork on the following websites displate.com slash aetherwolf i shall repeat that displate.com slash aetherwolf as well as redbubble.com slash aetherwolfart and teespring.com slash aetherwolfart you can also commission me for work provided your vision falls within my skill set um, I will normally tell you what I can and cannot do beforehand. I'm still learning as an artist, therefore I'm not adept to certain features of art. Nevertheless, I can do logos, avatars and illustrative work for books or music albums. Though bear in mind, I'll work at my own pace to ensure the art is done properly. So if you have a strict deadline, then I'm afraid I won't be able to accept your commission. Normally logos will take a few days and avatar can take up to three weeks and illustrations can be anywhere between a month to three months. Um, now, my business, my business policy slash model is quite simple. I do not have a fixed rate. Instead, the clients can choose how much they wish to pay me for for the or for, um, sorry wish to pay me for the work they the work they feel is worth so long that the payment is fair. So if the client thinks, well, okay, the 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 commission I did for them is worth so much, that's fine. But I reiterate, so long that the payment is fair. I feel this is a model which will cement a better relationship of trust and return. Most of what I make will help fund the immigration fees I need, though the process is becoming increasingly increasingly nightmarish, but still the money will help ease the uh, the arduous and torturous hoops through which I must jump. <laughs> that never right. seems to relent. Well, but anyway... I, I think on uh, wilderhomesproject.life, uh, we do have at least one of the ways to get a hold of your art. I think it's your Teespring that's on there. Um, so yeah. if you can't find them on Teespring, you can go to wilderhomesproject.life and go to the support tab, scroll down a little bit, and Aethel Wolf is right there. And you can find them through, through that site. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, um, shall we begin? Yeah, yeah, we got, we got the plugs pretty much done. Okay, awesome. Right, um, tonight I would like to talk about the importance of creativity and inspiration. Well, creativity and inspiration, the important, well, as I like to call them, the important tools of art go hand in hand. They're virtually inseparable. You can have the creativity to produce an elaborate masterpiece, but without inspiration to facilitate the creative process, the painting will thus fall flat. It is akin to, say, riding a bicycle without pedals. You're not going anywhere unless you push the bike, which defeats the whole purpose of the exercise. <laughs> Inspiration is the impetus which drives creativity to success. But there will come a time when an artist will be confronted by what we call an art block, which is due to the absence of inspiration. When art block takes hold, havoc will ensue. <laughs> it is basically an artist's worst nightmare because we will try to draw or paint our visions but without success, thereby leading to a tedious process of repetition, doing it over and over again, if you will. This in itself is an awful experience because the artist will fall into a depressive stupor. 
when that happens, doubt will begin to manifest, confidence is thereby shattered, self-esteem has all but evaporated. Um, this has happened to me so often that I wanted to throw in the towel because I felt as if I'm not good enough. I can't even draw an egg. <laughs> yeah. I, saw, I saw that in a movie about some artist where he basically yeah. he was going through what you're describing. And um, yeah. I, I believe that was the line. I can't even draw an egg. And he had painted yeah. an egg on, like, you know those little egg stands that they used to have for, and they probably still do rich, fancy people for the uh, boiled yeah. eggs. It was a masterwork, well, and he just smashed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd, I'd much rather see people draw eggs than, say, so-called artists passing off art as a vacuum. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, you shared that with us, and I'm like, what? <laughs> They're really pressing it now. They aren't even, yeah, they, they are, are legitimately not even trying. No, they're not. Um, but then again, I think that had something to do with money laundering. It had to be, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, who the hell would pay $18,000 for air? <laughs> right. It's not air, it is a vacuum. It's a vacuum, yes. You know, semantics and all that. But anyway. <laughs> Except for it wasn't even a vacuum, because a vacuum in an atmosphere can only occur inside of a container, and there was no container. Yeah. So, go figure. Yeah. Precisely. I mean, there were many um, open airways throughout the building. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, this this leads me to the next issue. Um, one thing I find about aspiring artists is that they have the propensity to compare themselves to veteran artists who have 40 years of experience under their belt. Well, my advice to you is this, stop doing that. Seriously, stop doing that. <laughs> you will never be able to duplicate, replicate, or recreate another's, another artist's work, no matter how hard you try. Remember, veteran artists eat, sleep, and breathe art. To them, it comes naturally. So stop trying to compare yourself to those who can, who can visualize shape, form, and proportions within their minds without so much as holding their neurons hostage. <laughs> Which is something that happens to me quite often. Right, and really, um, even if you did manage to pursue that, then you end up being a, uh, oh crap, there's a specific name for, for these, these type of artists. Uh, museums will employ them a lot to replicate, basically they're creating forgeries. If you push too um, hard in that direction, that's all. That's the best that you can hope to do is literally just to imitate yeah. them. Which is not... Yeah, that's... Um, uh, yes, yeah, sorry, uh, continue. Oh, I was just going to say, I don't think that is the goal of any actual artist is to be a knockoff or a discount Van Gogh, a discount uh, pick an mm -hmm. artist. That yeah, really an, an artist's goal is to be the best Neil Rundgren that can yeah. exist or will exist. To have our, yeah, to have our own unique style or... Um, um, I guess our, our own, yeah, I'd say our, our own unique style or some form of quintessence when it comes to art itself. Um, so as I, as I would like to say, focus on you. Focus on the basics, the rudiments and all the fundamentals of art. Be, before you delve into a hectic painting that will require a lot of skill and experience. You know, trust me, uh, practice makes perfect. Everyone in our group can vouch for this. They bear witness to my progress every day from the time I began up until now. Um, so 
one thing you need to keep in mind, you will become a great, or one thing you need to bear in mind, sorry, you'll become a great artist for as long as you persevere. Which, honestly, it can be said of anything. That, that yeah. same thing can be said of farming, martial arts, cooking, really Pretty everything. Much, yeah. so if you persevere and you get through that hump, it's true. You might not ever be a master, but you can at least become good, which is better than yeah. what most people achieve. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, creativity and inspiration, um, the, 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 two them, the two concepts which I, I like to call them concepts because, I mean, it's all part of the process, the creative process. But yes, creativity and inspiration um, are very important, are very important when it comes to the, the um, construction or the, the um, how, it would, how would one say it, the, um, providing the foundation of art. Well, because essentially that's it. Um, you need to have a foundation when it comes to planning your composition. To do that, you would need to have the creativity as well as the inspiration because, I mean, you cannot sit, say, in a stagnant environment hoping that inspiration will somehow manifest because it won't, trust me. I mean, I'm constantly, in a, I'm stuck in a, in, a, in a stagnant environment. Therefore, I have to search for inspiration well, Mostly some, from of the other some of the classic um, uh, masters complained of the same thing. Um, uh, yeah. Man, I can't remember. There's one in particular I'm thinking of. I can think of the paintings in my head, but I lost his name. And it really it doesn't matter for the point of the conversation. Is um, mm -hmm. sitting for days, weeks, months, years, staring at a blank canvas. Yeah. And it, it legitimately does happen. And I, I, if I remember right... What broke him out of it was he actually just went for a walk. He, he just basically, he's, yep. he's just like, I'm not going to worry about that anymore. No and he went for a walk out in the hills and inspiration stuck, struck. And yep. then he painted a famous painting that I can't remember the name of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, that's the thing, um, which is the um, pretty, pretty much my situation. But thankfully, I can draw inspiration from say, artists who are um, confident enough to upload videos onto YouTube of their creative process, which is something I cannot do just yet because I'm not, I'm not as good as people think I am. Therefore, I have to sort of well, um, try to... You could, but there's also keep, internet issues. Yeah. Like, um, like today, we had to juggle around some schedules and doing a little bit mm -hmm. of hoping, got out the duct tape and rubber bands to make this work because... There, there's internet issues. Yeah. So that <laughs> makes it difficult to upload upload videos. So even if, even yeah, if you much. wanted to, you would struggle to do it. It wouldn't be impossible, but you would struggle actually uh, to do yeah. it. Yeah, plus the fact that uh, one would need a state-of-the-art computer to juggle so many programs at once, um, which is something I do not have. Right. <laughs> um, even if I wanted to, my computer probably would crash. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, there, I have no choice but to draw inspiration from those who are confident enough to upload their videos onto YouTube to show off their creative process. But at the same time, I guess to not educate, but to provide, um, 
I, I, I do not want to use the word inspiration too often. You know, I don't, I don't want to sound quite redundant, but um, it, it sort of motivates. There we go. That's that's a better word. It sort of motivates people to take up painting to say, okay, well, I'm going to watch this particular person who is painting this elaborate piece, um, but, and then perhaps study every single stroke. Right, and that believe it or not, that in itself will provide the inspiration you need to pick up your own paintbrush and say, "Okay, well, let me try this out, see where see where it goes." Um, perhaps I will develop my own flow through their expertise, through their experience. I'll I'll, I'll carefully study them and have a look and see. Okay, well, this this particular artist is uh, employing his his or her own technique. Perhaps I can apply that technique. But with my own flavor, so to so to speak, um, which is why I watch quite a few artists on YouTube painting away whilst I'm painting simultaneously because it's it it really does help. It aids in the it aids or should I say it facilitates inspiration. Yeah, and I have a, a question for you, but I'm going to cut us right now for a commercial break, which I will ask when we get back. So. Hold on for just one moment and we will come back with that question. All right, so my question for you then is, um, well, I'll do a little bit of build up before I ask the question. Okay. Just before, or not just before, but a little bit ago, uh, a week or two, I think that you're just having one of these um, slow down things where you're struggling with inspiration and and whatnot and i started playing playing a game with you that involved drawing did that actually help those 10 minute challenges that i had you doing because yes, i, I did notice all of a sudden you started cranking stuff out again that's why i asked a lot of people do not realize this when i say um never ever Okay, though i prefer it because it helps me in some way or it aids me in some way but Never tell me, look, here, here's the, here is what I have in mind. This is what I want you to do for me. Take your time. Never say that to me. Never say take your time to me because I will take my time. Right. All right? And when, when I say I will take my time, it could be months before the artwork is finished. All right? And sometimes I, I work best when people provide a deadline. But as I said um, before, ensure that the deadline isn't a strict deadline as in you need the work done tomorrow but then again it depends on the complexities of the artwork right. itself if you want me to do something like michelangelo within the next two days you can forget it it's not going to happen but um the the challenges you proposed a few weeks ago were simple enough to complete in 10 minutes because they were just um say crude sketches of radios which Funnily enough, turned out to be quite well, or they, they turned out to work in some capacity. <laughs> yeah, which I have them posted around right now, like on the uh, Anchor FM. That The radio that I have posted for that is one of the, the sketches I did for a 10-minute challenge. Yeah. So, yeah, and, uh, and yeah. again, yeah, if you want a master a masterpiece in an hour, you're probably not going to get it even from... But a master no. uh, master painter, you're probably not going to get get it in an hour. No. But no. you can set yourself little challenges like, um, okay, mm -hmm. I am going to draw, and then 
there's this wonderful thing called the internet, which if you're listening to us, you probably have it. Um, you can go on there and uh, a random word generator and then generate three random words. Yeah. And I'm going to give myself 10 minutes to design and execute a sketch of the uh, mm-hmm. of something that involves these three random words. And, and yeah. it doesn't have to be good. It just has to be. It just has to have some form to give an idea of what it is. <laughs> right. Well, and, um, and uh, it, uh, like you were saying, don't say take your time because you will. That reminds me of something yeah. um, in, in, in industry, um, uh, like factories and, and uh, <clears throat> engineering is specifically what goes around. If you give an engineer an infinite, um, an infinite amount of time and an infinite amount of money, to create a machine for you that does this thing or to design a bridge, design a building, whatever, you will be waiting forever for the most complicated piece of junk that doesn't work that will cost you every penny that you have and some. So you have to put those limits on there. I need this by this day. I need Mm. something like that. And you know whether it's possible or not. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then sometimes you just have to be uh, practical about it. Um, yeah as many of you who have been following me I have been challenging myself through what I like to call art challenges which unfortunately have lapsed somewhat because um, I am quite busy at the moment but I but I am still busy with a few art challenges here and here and or now and again here and there Um, initially the art challenge was supposed to be say every day because I took inspiration, there we go, you see, I took inspiration from another artist on Instagram who was challenging himself every single day. And this guy was utterly committed to his artwork. He did an art piece every single day for a year. He did 365 art pieces, all right, and they're and they really good. Therefore, I thought, well, let me try that out. But, of course, you know, sometimes I do have commitment issues, which I'm not afraid to say. <laughs> but, um... I did try it out. However, my um, day challenges turned turned to be or turned to week challenges, etc. Now it's month monthly challenges. <laughs> Which we're um, going to get you back on track because um, really, yeah. actually, and really, that's not even necessarily true because if you count these these logos that we've been having you work on, we've been presenting those as ten minute challenges, and then okay, well, now that you did the ten minute yeah. challenge, you can uh, see if you can have this uh, a, a prepared a, a completed version or a nearly completed version by our tomorrow yeah. morning i don't care about your tomorrow morning but my tomorrow morning yeah and, yeah. and you so yeah you have been doing them i mean they're not um you know grand landscapes or or anything <laughs> like that but they, they they're nice that you you yeah. did very well yeah and, and and i guess they they work to as i said they work in some capacity but um yeah, I think one of the main problems I have right now, and yes, this is a flaw of mine, of um, of which I'm trying to work, uh, or sorry, on which I'm trying to work. Um, one of the flaws is that I'm juggling too much. I tend to take on far too much work, to the point at which I overwhelm myself. I'm drowning in, in commissions, I'm drowning in this and that, and then I, I eventually lose interest because this particular art piece is taking too long because I'll need to get that one done. But uh, <laughs> it's just a a roller coaster, really, of 
juggling far too much. Who was it? I think it was had, Picasso yeah. ended up getting caught in that, or maybe it was Rockwell, where they had so many things going on at the same time. And then their studio, I think it's something like 20 paintings, every one of them half done, and they couldn't bring themselves yeah. to finish any of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, That that's uh, what we like to call mass production, which, in my personal opinion, destroys passion, because how how can one ferment passion when they when they are um, tasked with the with the duty of producing so many art pieces within a set or within a yeah within a set time but unfortunately that in itself will um, undermine passion mm-hmm. because now you're thinking oh well i have no idea what to do how to go about this in which direction I should, or which direction I should take. Where um, did because, I leave uh, off? <laughs> yeah, where did, where, yeah, exactly. Where did I leave off? And um, because I have five or six paintings in front of me, now I'm confused. Now I have no idea what to do here or, sh- or what to do over there because, and, and yes, things become, or things will, will, will become muddled in a way. Um, my biggest problem is that I feel as if if I say if I say no to someone, I'm doing a disservice to myself, which is why I take on so much work, and it's just a vicious cycle. Uh, but well, and I would say for I anybody get, that wants a a commission from you, not to be afraid to get mm-hmm. a hold of you, but just realize yeah. it might be a very very long time before you end up even getting around to it. So they can approach you yeah. kind of as a I would like to see this done, and I understand if it takes you a long time to get there. Yeah, um, but the, but I am glad to say that all of my um, clients have been really, really understanding. All right, I mean, I receive messages from a lot of my clients who say, "Look, mate, take your time. I'm no, I'm in, <laughs> take my time. Yeah. Uh, I'm in no rush whatsoever." And in fact, I had a a, a um, charming conversation with one of my clients today who who's been waiting since November for his commission but un- unfortunately uh, what well what he wants is quite complicated therefore I take my time with that because I have to sometimes experiment I have to test the waters I have to see if this is going to work if that's going to work and if Bas- not I'm going to have to pull the whole piece apart Right, and basically yeah. uh, for that one, I, I think that you've loosely discussed it with me. That one there, he yeah. he knew that he aimed above your skill level. Um, yeah. So then basically he's waiting for you to catch up with your skill with what it is that he wants yeah. you to do. Pretty much. Is, um, I mean, he, he, he's a great cool. guy. He, yeah, he's a great guy. He has not, um, say, chastised or admonished me for how long it's taking. He He's understanding. I mean... Even says, you know, take take care, you know. I hope you're well and everything. And you know, that's great to have clients like that because it it sort of motivates me to say, okay, well, now let me get this done. Let me try and see if I can do more by uh, even if it's just an hour or so, you know, just adding more to the composition to make it or to yeah to make it seemingly more complete than it is now. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and this is and this is why I love doing commissions because I have a great clientele. They they are all understanding, and yes, I have a lot of people saying to me, you know, um, would it be possible if you could produce or yeah, produce or create um, an artwork for my next book 
or for my next music album, of which I've had quite a few. Um, I'm just waiting to see how things will, will uh, you know, will pick up in a way. Um, I just want to ensure that I am capable of doing that because, as I said before, it must be within my skill set. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm I, I'm ecstatic to say that I have a great clientele who are understanding, who know, <clears throat> who are aware of the complications, the complexities, and everything else that goes with that. Um, you know, it's it's not easy, but it does motivate me to get going, right? And um, this is why I say to my clients, you know, just just bear with me, just be patient, because I will try and get around to your work. You know, I I have never ever given up. I have never ever turned to turn around and say to my client, listen, mate, I'm sorry, I cannot do this, find someone else. I will never do that because it will, in a way, I will besmirch my own reputation, all right? And, and the thing is, people talk. <laughs> people will talk, and that's what, also what I fear the most. But, um, yeah, um, uh, I think we digressed a little bit <laughs> from inspiration, no, 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 from creative right. inspiration. But, uh, sorry? Yeah, no, not really. I mean, it, it uh, all still has to do with the same thing because... Okay. You, you have a hard time completing a painting if you lose the inspiration, if you forget where it yeah. is that you're going, basically. So yeah. you, you have to exactly. keep that in mind. And yeah. um, inspiration isn't an infinite resource. It is indeed finite. So sometimes you need to, rest to re so. refresh that as well. And it's quite infrequent. <laughs> you know, inspiration is not... Uh, say like a hovering cloud above your head every single day. No, it's 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 infrequent. It it comes and goes. <laughs> right, which is why I, I started playing with you with those ten minute um those ten minute challenges, and um, it, really I, I I've noticed that yeah um even on your other work you actually started picking picking pace up again, and that's despite life getting in the way. Yeah, yeah, so, very much so. Um, I think when it comes to creativity and inspiration, another thing is it does help to facilitate refinement or even improvement, you know, as an artist would hone their skill to a certain standard, which is helping me quite a lot, I must say, because, you know, as an artist, if we, say, draw, a, a draw or paint a painting every single day, it will thus help or aid us when it comes to improvements. We will improve over time, which is great because, I mean, if I had to compare my artwork, say, two years ago to the artwork I've done today, you, you can definitely see noticeable change in, in, in terms of... Um, oh, by far. Uh, yeah, yeah in, in terms of, um, how, how would I say, uh, maybe experience, um, how much I have improved over the last... I don't know, a couple of Well, your techniques, your design, sure. your your ability yeah. to design yeah. has increased. Yeah. Uh, there's a marked yeah. difference. Uh, well, and the reason why I thought of um, the, the speed challenges, one, I, I've seen it on, on the internet, but the reason why I myself thought it might be a valuable do tool to bring to you is um, I equate everything to fighting. But it's like yeah. if, if I'm teaching you how to fight and I throw, teach you how to throw a punch off from your right hand and a punch off from your left hand. And I say, okay, I want you to do a thousand punches every day. 
when you first start, yeah. it might take you 15 or 20 minutes to do the thousand punches because I'm like, make sure that you do every punch has to be correct. So don't count the yeah. ones that, that are incorrect. So yeah. you start off, you're doing them, these thousand punches 15, 15, 20 minutes. However, if I say, well, it's okay that it takes 15, 20 minutes, you don't never have to get any, any faster than that. That's fine. Um, you'll never actually get better. But if, if once yeah. I know that you can do those thousand punches in a row, I'm, and every one of them correctly, I then say, okay, well, it normally takes you 20 minutes. I want you to do a thousand punches in 10 minutes. And then yeah. once you can do that, a thousand punches in five minutes. And it is, it, it is definitely possible, but you, yeah, you're a little bit sloppier. You can't quite do everything when, when you crunch the time like that, but eventually you yeah. get fast enough where you're, like those masters that you was talking about before. You do it without even yeah. thinking. Why? Yeah, because absolutely. you've done it a thousand times, a thousand times, a thousand times. Absolutely, precisely. Um, yeah, <clears throat> if I may provide an example of this, um, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I do believe Antlers said to me, um, you know, uh, this, is with, uh, this is regarding the, um, the now, pers- uh, uh, which we, well, it's regarding the, the Midsummer magazine, which we have postponed indefinitely, but um, Antlers said, you know, well, if you, if you have time, you can produce a new cover or a front cover for that magazine instead of using the one we had before. Now, okay, so I, I took that as a challenge. Therefore, mm-hmm. I thought, okay, well, let me try it out and just see how I will be able to plan this out, where it will go, what I'll be able to accomplish, and perhaps the overall result will be spectacular. You just never know. Um, I decided, okay, well, let me give it a try and see. Uh, therefore, I went ahead, painted a little bit, did my thing. I used a couple of references, a couple of photographs, basically, to provide a background. And then I thought, okay, well, if it's a midsummer, let me try painting a midsummer pole with um, women dancing dancing around this pole, which is going to be something completely new to me because I've never pole? done anything like that before. Uh, sorry? I said a stripper pole? That doesn't sound very good. <laughs> no, no, or do you mean more sad. along the lines of like a maypole? Yeah, maypole. Is, uh, ah. I, I wasn't too sure if I should That's say maypole better. or midsummer pole because I think they're two different um, times. Uh, or times. Well, yeah. Uh, well, for the, the people that's unaware, uh, most people know what a, a maypole is, the midsummer pole. Yeah. It's effectively the same thing, but okay. there's slight differences. Yeah, okay. So I thought, okay, well, let me try this out, which I am I'm working on right now. Um, I did recently upload a... Um, I think it is sort of like a sneak peek of the painting I'm doing, which I have aptly called the Midsummer's Dance. Um, I did upload it onto my Telegram channel, which is, okay, let me just show it here. Okay, uh, all right. Um, yeah, if you go into my Telegram channel, you can have a look at the Fenrir piece on which I'm working, as well as the Midsummer Dance painting on which I'm working. It's You'll ha- you'll notice it by having a look at the, the trees and everything, which is also, I'd like to say, I mean... Which, which <laughs> just in case you missed it at the beginning, his Telegram is called Wolf Art. And it's got that funny yeah. A-E that's the same thing. Um, it's part of the same letter. Um, what's the name of that, anyways, that that stupid letter? Uh, uh, the um, the A-E, the diphthong, as they call it. There you go. That's the, the com- one. Yeah. 
a uh, combination of vowels, I think. Right, or they, I, um, yeah. we post a lot of stuff uh, on Hyperborean Radio. Uh, we repost some of his stuff, so you can also find them through us. Yeah, um, and yeah, this will lead into a really interesting story um, regarding the Midsummer Dance uh, painting. Um, when I'm having a look at the trees here, I remember two years ago when I was painting my very first um, composition. Or, yeah, I guess it, well, it's not really my first composition, but you know, I was painting the art series, the pagan art series, or Norse pagan art series. Mm -hmm. Are you um, talking about the had, one where I where I explained to you how trees actually grow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, the one um, I do believe has Sonanus as the um, main feature or the, the uh, main subject of that painting when you did say that those trees look a little bit uniform and quite lengthy artificial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, if you had to take that and compare, okay, well, no one has, I think only you and Anthus have seen that particular piece. Um, I'm not too sure if I still have it anymore. Actually, I do. I think it's somewhere in my archives. But um, I did change it quite drastically, which turned out to be, I guess, decent, I suppose. You know, it looked quite realistic, and I think you guys were happy with that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, it looked much better. And I, I can yeah, say definitely you are much better at trees now than you once was. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because when you have a look at the painting here, or the painting I'm doing here of the Midsummer Dance, if you have a look at the trees, they are far more superior than the ones I did, say, two years ago. Because I actually took my time um, studying the form of trees, as well as the leaves and everything, because I used to have this problem when it came, when it came to painting trees that I didn't understand density, all right? And I thought, okay, well, let me paint the tree trunk, and just slap leaves all over the place. Well, it doesn't work like that because that just creates an unrealistic, um, so uh, it creates an unrealistic density of the tree itself because it just becomes overwhelmed leaves. You want to learn how to paint trees, Bob Ross? That's all that you need to know. <laughs> yeah, Bob absolutely. Ross. <laughs> painting, a, painting a happy tree. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no. I uh, also, in case anybody is curious, the banner on the WilderHomesProject.life site um, that is an Ethel Wolf art. That yep. is an eighth of wolf uh, with the sto with the the Stonehenge and the trees and the mountains. It's beautiful. Yeah, uh, reimagining a Nordic landscape, I suppose, by including a, the Stonehenge, etc. Or my version of the Stonehenge. And um, yeah, so if you have a look at the trees I did of the Midsummer Dance and compare that to the ones I did two years ago, you can clearly see a noticeable difference. Which is why I push myself every single day to get up and paint. Right, I, I fear one of my biggest fears is that I will lapse, which happens quite often. I, I will lapse um, to the point at which I will completely forget how I did that particular tree. I will forget which brush I used. I'll forget which color I used. I'll forget. I'll forget how I um, I painted the tree through whichever stroke. Oh no! Um, I forgot how to walk. <laughs> yeah, basically, how I forgot how to walk. Oh, I, I forgot how to ride my bicycle, which is something, well, I don't know, I think it's impossible to forget how to ride your bike. <laughs> but um, it's it's like um, you said to me as well, you know, sometimes you will do things and then you think, how the, how the hell did I <laughs> go about this, you know? Yeah, it, it happens to the best yeah. of us. Um, let's pause it, here it for does. a second and we'll, uh, we're going to pause for a commercial break and then we'll be right back with more about trees and painting and forgetting how to walk and breathe at the same time. <laughs> All 
All right, we're back. Did everybody remember how to breathe? Uh, <laughs> but it, it does. Well, it, it happens. Or sometimes you'll do something absolutely amazing, and yeah. you don't realize it until after you did it. So you you did you don't even think to pay attention while you're doing it because yeah. you're just in the flow and it just happens. And while I'm not a painter, I am a fighter, and I've done the same thing fighting where. I do this really cool thing, and then my brain catches up and says, "Wow, that was awesome! How did we do that?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it always happens to the best of us. Um, you know, um, there there are three illustrations on which I'm working right now for um, someone whose name I will not disclose, not 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 as yet. Um, I think I have shown you two of the illustrations thus far, of which I think are my best illustrations because they are pencil sketches, something I've never done before. Um, when it comes to pencil sketch, that is that is a different skill on its own, all right, because you have to learn how to shade properly, which is very difficult. Um, if you do not get the shading right, certain elements or natural elements begin to look oh. unrealistic. For example, rocks. Rocks are mm -hmm. a Boston to sketch. Oh, I can actually teach you that because I can actually sketch on paper with pencil. Um, yeah. You come over yeah. here, and, and I'll teach you how to shade. Actually, that <laughs> most of my sketches—that's what they—that's actually how I, how yeah. I do it. Is it's almost all shading. Yeah. I'll draw yeah. in a rough outline and then just shade the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and then sometimes you'll you'll get your uh, or you'll take your eraser and just erase some portions of the mm -hmm. of whatever it is you're doing, just ever so slightly to lighten the um, the the asset or the element. No, I'll, I don't know if it's because I don't have the right equipment for doing it online, but I've tried doing it on a computer and it's 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 just a mess. It's just a mess. Yeah, no. Uh, unfortunately, when it comes to computers, you have to have the right equipment. You um, well. <sighs> It depends because when I think about it, um, sorry about that. Uh, when I think about it, the very first art pieces I did were actually done with a mouse. All right, I didn't have the equipment to do that. I didn't have the, say, the graphics tablet to paint those five pieces. I had to do everything with the mouse, as well as a few techniques I had. To, I had no choice but to learn. One of which is called um, photo bashing, which is not my favorite technique because I know a lot of concept artists and illustrate, illustrators are going to say, "Oh, well, you know, it's not cheating." To me, it is cheating. I feel it is cheating because I am basically because what I'm doing is I'm taking um, existing elements, such as say a rock texture, and applying it to a shape, and then just leaving it that instead of painting it myself. When I, if oh, I do you're, something you're like talking a, about, um, we used to do something forever ago, and some people might still do it, where you take like um, yeah. 15 pictures from 15 different um, magazines, and then you cut around yeah. the, the picture, and then you make one new picture, but yeah. you didn't actually draw anything, you didn't take no photographs, no. all you did was take existing materials and put them together. Yeah, existing materials, that's right. Um, but I did, sp I did have a word, or I spoke to um, one concept artist who said to me, the reason why we do this is because of the time frame. Yes. Once again, this is what happens when you work in a corporate environment. You have no time to enjoy the art you're doing because you have someone who is standing behind you, snapping their fingers, saying, okay, right, I want this piece done in five minutes. If not, you're fired. You know, it's that type of um, environment, which, or should I say, is that type of toxic environment that makes painting unpleasant. It really does. Um, and this is why many of them say to, we have no choice but to resort to photo bashing because of the time frame, or, the, or should I say the time limit we have. 
therefore, you know, when you have, say, someone, someone telling you, okay, I need this painting done in 10 minutes, but it's an elaborate piece. It, this particular painting is a vast landscape with um, a crashed alien ship in the background and mountains all over the place. Well, volcanoes, it's, the, it's the same reason, basically, you know, that uh, video games, um, a lot of them, you can find this, this, the same, um, I forget what it's yeah. called, um, but the same trees from video game to video game, the same, even sometimes the same characters, yep. video game to video game, assets, that's the word. Yeah, they're, they're of, using yeah, the same assets. assets. Yeah. It's because they, they and, have to. Mm, they have no choice but to because of that, you know, as they, um, as they call it, crunch time. Um, I have heard so many horror stories about people working um, in working as a develop a game developer in one of the say the triple A studios who do who have who do not care for anyone's well being. They simply want their stuff done so that they can make money. I mean, it's all about money at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the reason why I did not pursue that career. I, I was going to, but then I realized no, I'm not putting myself in this particular situation. Uh, wherein I just become miserable, I become disenchanted, disillusioned over painting itself to the point at which I, I give up. I do not want to do this anymore because all, all it will do is simply um, relive, or, 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 or yeah, it will simply relive the horror stories. Well, and I like to pull in. I, I like to pull in. I like to pull in different um, different fields so that we can see that. Uh, yeah. There's there's overlap all the way across, but it's like that that little kid that grows up and he wants to be a great carpenter, so he gets a job making mm-hmm. building houses. Sounds like it'd fit, right? Except for he spends yeah. twenty years building the exact same box mm-hmm. until he absolutely yeah, hates it, and, and he doesn't want to build anything anymore because to him, all he ever sees is that same damn box. Same thing here. It, it simply becomes uh, monotonous, I guess. Um, Sometimes you have to experiment in other, yeah, so you have to experiment in other mediums or with other mediums, sorry, experiment with other mediums in order to understand the, um, the vastness of, of, say, that particular field because it's not just, say, as an artist, you would paint this. No, it's not just painting. It could be um, rendering. It could be, uh, say, uh, dis- sculpting, even sculpting, yes. Um, I think many of you have ever, you know, the, you've heard um, software such as uh, 3D Max, 3D Maya, um, ZBrush, and stuff like that, wherein the artist can sculpt living assets. Or, okay, sorry, not living assets, but realistic assets, such as trees, rocks, monsters, buildings, etc. So art itself is quite a vast field. It's not necessarily just about painting. And this is why I say to people, go out and learn different trades when it comes to that when it comes to art, okay? Because there are quite a few trades. You have 3D um, art, artwork, or so you have 3D art, you have um, traditional art, you have uh, visual effects. Yeah, believe it or not, even visual effects or motion graphics is part of it. Yeah. They, they are Costume part of Costume design, really. I mean, that's actually yeah. an art form if you think about it. And, and yeah. really, art goes into so many different fields. Um, yeah. Even carpentry, as I mentioned before. I mean, what what do you yeah. call the the fluting that's hand carved in into out yeah. the back of a chair? That is art. Yeah. Or it can it's, it's, be. It's, 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 yeah, it's an it's an extensive discipline, all right? Because yeah, as you say, um, uh, carpentry or craftsman, you know, 
yeah, um, sorry, it is carpentry if I'm not mistaken, or any kind of craftsman, uh, like metalworking, yeah. glass blowing. Um, I mean, yeah, pick one. That's all art. That's all art. If you are able to make something from nothing, that's art. So it's just how it is. Um, so yeah, uh, back to some of my other paintings. Um, as I was talking about the sketching, um, the, that that falls into this particular conversation or becomes part of the conversation because sketching is also art. I mean, okay, it's, it's pretty obvious it's art, mm -hmm. um, but it's something I've never done before. Therefore, I took it. I took the liberty to try it out and see when someone or when one of my clients said to me, "Okay, this is what I want to write. I want you to sketch the, these particular." Um, I'm just going to say blank because I'm not allowed to disclose. Uh, well, I think I'm not allowed to disclose the information just yet or what has been done because it is for um, someone who is busy doing something. Um, okay, so when it comes to drawing this particular blank, or they say, I need you to draw this blank, emerging from this blank, will you be able to do it? Now, okay, okay, well, um, let me give it a try and see. And then I th so what I what I would normally do is I would load up a couple of tutorials, even purchase tutorials, because I like supporting other artists who are really trying their damnedest to um, to inspire people like me. Okay, so I, I I will go out of my way to support artists. I really will. Um, and then I will have a look and see how they go about sketching. You know, which technique or which uh, methodology they employ to uh, to achieve a specific look. Um, and this, and that's basically what happened. I began sketching these animals. Say, so to say, I'm not going to say which animal. I began to sketch these animals, as well as learning how to do fur, learning how to shade between the eyes, the the, the, the snout, the the nose, the even the paws. I mean, the paws are bloody difficult to, <laughs> to draw. Right. But um, stuff like that. And but when it came to the environment, I thought, oh, right now, how the hell am I going to go about this because I've never done this before. I mean, when we talk about the environment, we're talking about rocks, we're talking about trees, even flowers, grass, and even the dirt of, say, the terrain. Dirt is Every actually season, hard to draw. It is. It's very difficult because it, it's, it's not, um, as I say, it's, it's not uniform. Every patch of dirt has a different color, has a different shading, has light textures, you name it. It's, right, so it's now different. people understand why the ground in most pictures looks the way that it does. They kind of skip it. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the easiest way to all draw all, it, is all... don't draw it. You try drawing it, it yeah. becomes difficult. Yeah. They, yeah, they either skip it or they cover it in, they cover the ground in grass and flowers and foliage and, you know, <laughs> all, all types of vegetation to cover that because it is much easier to do vegetation than it is to do dirt or soil or anything to do with the terrain. Um, so yeah, but I, I will honestly say that I'm very proud of how much I've achieved when it comes to sketching because I've never done it before. It was my first time and quite frankly, even when I presented it to my client, the very first illustration of three, when I presented it to my client, he said it exceeded all expectations. And that's, that's not bad for a first try when someone says it exceeds all expectations. Right. Well, and um, for anybody that is. doubts, sketches can be can be art. I mean, an easy one to look up, which I shared with you, was look up the original Winnie the Pooh art. Yeah. Those are sketches, and they are art. Mm -hmm. They are absolutely beautiful, and they are perfectly minimalist. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, not everything has to have color. Not everything has to have... 
um, extraordinary, extensive, and fine details. You know, not everything has to have that because sometimes you have to find a balance between detail and, as you say, um, minimalism. Yeah. But not, well, but not to the point at which it just becomes boring or bland. You know, or, you or not to, to the point where you're selling a vacuum. And I don't mean a vacuum cleaner, <laughs> just vacuum space. Yeah. Now, yeah no, absolutely. <laughs> you don't get any more minimalist than that. He did absolutely nothing. He did absolutely nothing. Yet someone paid eighteen grand for that, which I'm pretty damn sure that's money laundering. I'm sorry. It's gotta be. <laughs> I, w- I will emphasize that as much as I can because, come on, I mean, who the who would pay eighteen grand? I, I mean, if someone said, "Yeah, he has eighteen grand," I'll go out of my way to buy the most elaborate or paintbrushes, etc., to produce a, a masterpiece, a prodigious masterpiece. If someone paid me eighteen grand, but to present your uh, okay i'm going to put this i'm going to say this very loosely but to present your art as a vacuum is pretty embarrassing they did as, i, as I looked art. it up they didn't even get a stand to put the the, the vacuum on <laughs> really <laughs> really that i'm guessing that they probably got an art uh, a a, po- a placard a a, po- a yeah. post it uh, yeah. that says <laughs> vacuum by the artist's name that's probably what they got, but yeah, there was no, yeah, not course, even a stand. Yeah, yeah, and of course you'll have the um, janitor who's probably cleaning the um, the uh, galleries. Like comes along and says, "Oh, vacuum, okay. Well, I'm a janitor, so I guess I'll bring my vacuum cleaner." <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah, outrageous. Um, yeah, no, it's it's utterly ridiculous. But um, you know, whatever. I think stuff like that really annoys me at times because um, sometimes I wonder how galleries can cater or accommodate those type of people when you have so many fantastic artists online who are working their backsides off to sell their paintings. I mean, recently, I think it was a while ago, actually it was a while ago, I was helping out someone whom I, I, I do not know. I've never met the person. But I was helping out this one Russian artist who went onto Facebook and said, guys, listen, um, the last month or so, I made a hundred bucks. I made a hundred dollars. That's all I made. And, uh, and, you know, and that's really depressing when you think about it because her artwork is exquisite. You can, um, I think I did upload something about her on my Telegram account. Her artwork mm-hmm. is exquisite. She's a pagan artist. All right, she paints all sorts of stuff. I mean, her, she paints um, tribal stuff. She paints, um, I think she, she really is into stuff like, say, Sonanos and, and well, every and, other And I noticed uh, something, because me and Ike, uh, we've been discussing uh, our biospirit versus art. And there's there's something that we noticed is um, and, and art including which includes uh, architecture, but yeah. we have a tendency That's to either be extremely simplistic or extremely mm-hmm. complex and and like not just complex lines for the sake of having complex lines, mm-hmm. but complex as in we try to get as close to reality as we can, or we try yeah. not at all. These are the two things yeah. that we do the best. Is basically yeah, um, that so the the equivalent for of what I'm trying to get at for the the podcast listeners is we either do a very loose sketch like the Winnie the Pooh sketches, or we do the Mona Lisa, or the yeah. Sistine Chapel. I think, yeah, I think this is the um, difference between say complexities and intricacies. Um, I think intricacies have have more to do with um, beauty, 
than say the form, which uh, I would attribute to um, complexities. So you have complexities, which is form, beauty, intricacies. Um, and this is what we do as, as a people. We love our intricacies. We love to apply even minute details, which we cannot see with our own eyes. We, we physically have to get a magnifying glass to have a look at that and say, wow, that, that is magnificent. Mm -hmm. You know, um, because we love it. We love to add beauty to everything. I mean, if you have a look, say, I don't know, it wasn't even long ago, maybe 50, 50, 60 years ago, when you have a look at some of the furniture people used to produce, people used to craft, the fine intricacies of even just, say, a desk stand mm -hmm. or the relief around the, um, the, the tabletop or the desktop. You, or you or the buildings that we used to make versus the buildings that we make now. I mean, yeah. everybody's familiar with the concept of the communist bloc. Well, white people did that, yeah. yes. Yes, but that's not what we're talking yeah. about, and everybody hates it. That's the giveaway. Everybody yeah. hates that style. Everybody hates that everybody 1970s cookie-cutter buildings. Everybody hates the 1980s cookie-cutter yeah. buildings. However, yeah, which is, when you look at yeah, our old like, buildings, um, that's yeah. where you get the fairy tale cottages. That's where you get the um, – yeah. um, everybody's, everybody's seen it. And there's the – where it looks like the castle or the fortress or the manor is carved out of the mountain. Uh, everybody's yeah. seen fantasy works like that. Those are based on real places. There's places yeah. that are very, very similar that really exist that we really made. Where you have to look twice. It looks like it's just carved out of the landscape or like it sprouted up yeah. from the landscape. This is how Absolutely. we do things. Yeah, um, if you have a look at, say, one of the very few or actually not a few um i say the last um architectural style or art style i would say which had some element of beauty was the art deco um as many of you may know uh if you have a look at places say new york city a lot of the old buildings were built with the um or with the architectural style of art deco mm -hmm. um such as the empire state building it's, a, it's an example of one yeah. And actually, there's a lot of carvings on that, inside and outside. Um, um, yeah. Uh, not just carvings, but the paintings, murals. Thank you. Uh, yeah. There's a 30-cent word, and I, I only had 10 cents, so I had to borrow it real quick. <laughs> but there's <laughs> there's murals and gold inlay. At least there was mm -hmm. when it was first put up. I, I've never been to Empire State Building, but I've seen pictures of when it was new. And, yeah, it was yeah. immaculate. It's easy to say, but that's yeah. just a... a a rectangle that's really stretched out and that's ugly mm -hmm. and it is kind of um yeah but it's also amazing the detail that they put into it which you don't see yeah, uh, sorry go ahead <laughs> well I was, I was just going to say is they they knew that when they built the empire state building at the time what they was going for was the amazement of look at how high we can make a building mm -hmm. unfortunately we're going to have to make it very ugly because we are focusing on just making it the tallest yeah. building at the time. So yeah. we're going to come in behind afterwards and then make this ugly thing as pretty as we can. And we're not just going to say, what color should we paint it? Yes, all the colors. No, we're not going to do that. We're going to use some design. <laughs> we're going to do some sculptures there. We're going to go inside and we're going yeah. to paint murals and gold inlay. Mm. So we took basically, it's not an ugly shape. But it's also not quite beautiful. It's, it's simple. Mm. And yeah. really, it did look decent at the time, but now it's like, eh. 
And it's probably because yeah, there's too many yeah, of them. Like, yeah, um, and that, uh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, maybe if you took the Empire State Building, um, removed most of New York and replaced the uh, the forest, then it would be mm -hmm. awe-inspiring again. But where yeah, no, currently right now, environment actually matters. It does. Yeah. Because environment does provide the inspiration. It, it mm -hmm. really does. I mean, when you go for a walk outside and you have a look at the landscape, you observe the trees, you listen to you listen to the wind, and you have a look at say bees pollinating flowers, etc. It does. All of that provides inspiration. All right. You should never ignore it. You should never say, mm, you yeah, know, okay, well, nah, that's, that's not for me. Well, no. Have a look at it. Just observe, um, because the environment is a a major contributing factor. Mm -hmm. to inspiration really well, and, and you can tell um, kind of what what environments um some of these architects are in because there's mm -hmm. there's there's some some art architects that's like okay people like flowing lines and in particular these yeah. white people like flowing lines so we're going to make and, and they like natural shapes so we're going to make a natural mm -hmm. shape with flowing lines and, and there's going to be very few straight lines on this thing and then they don't yeah. understand us and they just they they make like a a rack. It's like what, what was you thinking? Like there, for instance, there's there's one building. It looks like <laughs> melted glass, and they're trying to call it an artistic building, but it looks like a skyscraper yeah. that caught fire and just melted. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's pretty much horrible. it. Um, welcome to the world of postmodernism. Yes. Yay, my favorite my favorite genre. <laughs> but there really are no, some really, some really yeah. beautiful, really elegant buildings out there. I was ra uh, rather distraught about um, uh, what was that cathedral that burnt down a couple of years ago? Uh, Notre Dame. Yeah, Notre and Dame. I haven't been able to find any any pictures um, to see just how badly it got destroyed. But I believe that's the one that mm -hmm. had the flying buttresses on it, right? Yeah, that, that's that's correct. Yeah. Yeah, those are those are gorgeous. You, do you know why they do flying buttresses, by the way? Uh, no. <laughs> it's because the walls support. are so high and so so thin. Yeah, it's to keep the walls from falling over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking because of support. You know, they have to have those buttresses to support the high walls, mm -hmm. um, which is great. I mean, uh, a lot of those cathedrals also employed the um, architectural style Gothic revivalism, which is another favorite of mine because, um, yeah, believe it or not, there are some buildings in New York City who or which have the same architectural style, um, especially I think it's in downtown Manhattan. Mm -hmm. They have quite a few of those buildings which are Gothic revivalism. Yes. That's another architectural style which is absolutely fantastic. It's one of my favorites um, as well as I think it's, 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 it will closely compete with, say, um, uh, Greek revivalism or neoclassical architecture. Yeah, like the – Even uh, colonial uh, – What was it? Yeah. The, uh, the colonialism is a colonial toss back to, yeah. um, to the Victorian age, which is a toss back to the mm -hmm. Greek. Mm -hmm. and, and you can you can see it in, yeah, in America. We still got a lot of those buildings left. You, if, if you're in an American city that's a uh, hundred mm -hmm. or two hundred years old, you probably still have some of those those houses in your town. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah. um, where I live at currently in Grand Rapids, they were starting to tear those down. And fortunately, um, the historical society was like, "No, don't tear that house down. Not that one. Yeah, that house yeah. is is." well over 100 years old this is an original mm -hmm. house to this area and it has this particular style which is not done anymore yeah um, plus it's steeped in history right well and, mm -hmm. and and in many ways that's why 
the the diaspora or diaspora both ways are actually the correct way to say it it's like schedule and schedule they're both right yeah that's right yeah but that, that's part um, of why the uh the diaspora of the the europeans whether it's south africans americans uh new zealanders australians pick a freaking place we are all stunned mm-hmm. by history mm-hmm. is because yeah. ours don't go back our buildings don't go back thousands and thousands of years in europe mm-hmm. that does happen and we're just floored yeah. by it and we cling to whatever history that we can get a hold of because it does it, yeah. it matters and that is from where they would um draw their inspiration from europe especially when it comes to many of those uh, gothic revival buildings um, they they drew a lot of inspiration from ancient European civilizations, such as the Greek or Roman civilization. Well, and one of my favorite building styles, one, one, um, there was yeah. some barons or dukes or lords, or I don't remember where at in, in Europe. I think one is in France, but I think that, uh, there's mm-hmm. another one that's in some Slavic countries. They're building styles that didn't exist until they did. Yeah. Uh, you, you know the fairy tale castle that's drawn? Mm-hmm. Those castles didn't yeah. exist. Yeah before the mm-hmm. pictures the pictures existed first but these mm. these rich nobles said i yeah. want that and they figured out how to build it so there actually yeah. are the fairy tale castles in europe but the fairy tales are those fairy tale or the the images of the fairy tale castles are older than the, the castles yeah. themselves it's amazing absolutely um i'm just trying to think of the architectural style now I, i'm not too sure but i think it could be romanesque architecture but I'm not too sure. Um, that's another one which I thoroughly Are you talking about the one where they use uh, pillars and arches a lot? They, Yeah, they also use a lot of um, keeps and towers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I that, that's part of the Romanesque architecture or Romanesque style. Um, I'm just trying to think. Another one which is... Um, I'm, I'm thinking this, this could very well be an American style, but another one which I absolutely, absolutely adore is um second empire architecture oh, yeah. uh, the town that i grew up um, in had some buildings like that and on yeah. the surface at a distance it's like what is that but then you get up close mm-hmm. and you start looking at it, it's like oh wow this is really really pretty yeah yeah they normally have um quite a few towers and then they will have a loft above the tower with um uh, i'm not too sure what to call those roofs you know they they're not um, conical or they sort of like conical but they um concaved mm-hmm. as they go down They're those type of roofs um i'm not too sure what the name is but yeah that is mostly attributed to i'd say second empire as well as romanesque but those well, and there's different versions of it too of, like um the building i was talking about in my hometown mm-hmm. um the towers yeah. are really really short but i have seen some where the towers are not so short yeah so there, there's variation, yeah, I, and there, there's beauty in art everywhere. And and just to keep on on topic with the the inspiration and um, uh, I lost the other five cent word. I'm ashamed uh, creative, of myself. Creativity, <laughs> creativity, and inspiration. These yeah. two things apply to should apply to everything that we do. Whatever it is that we do, we should try and do it the best that we do it, especially for doing it for our, for our people. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. If you're doing it for some people working against our people, then do the absolute minimum just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's my <Yeah>. suggestion. <laughs> yeah. 
but just but just reserve the beauty for us. <laughs> right, reserve the beauty for us. If we're doing something for for our own people, then yeah, go yeah. that go the extra mile. And as a matter of fact, I have to say it, it's it's one of the things. Um, like when you when you do workforce, and I'm like, I need a simple sketch. You care so much that you want to give me an art a, a masterpiece, and I'm like, no, I need a sketch. I know that you can do the masterpiece. But all I want is yeah. a sketch. Rain it in. You can uh, do the masterpiece later. Yeah. Sad, sadly, I tend to run before I walk. <laughs> <laughs> is that is the, the biggest thing? I'm like, I'm, I'm going to ask Aethel Wolf to do this thing for us. It's going to be great. And uh, yes, it can be worked on, and it'll be just amazing. Yeah. But where's my harness? Because I need to slow him down. <laughs> I just need a sketch first. <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. Um. Uh, I think we've passed the hour mark now, have we? Uh, yeah, we're a little bit past it. So, um, yeah, we can we can okay, wrap it up I'm here, sure and we can talk? get together another time okay. and have another yeah, conversation. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, there's, there's, still, there's still a lot to talk about. So, um, yeah, um, let me wrap this up. Okay, so inspiration is exceptionally important because without the latter, creativity will simply be a hollow shell devoid of functionality. Why? Well, creativity cannot function without inspiration. Therefore, as an artist, get inspired before putting paint to canvas. How does one go about this? Re-examine the environment in which you work. If your environment, as I have um, stated this before, if your environment is stagnant, inspiration will thus be absent. So it is important to ensure the environment is suited to one's artistic endeavors. Um, it is the only way the creative process will thrive un uninhibited. So go for a walk, observe your surroundings, sit in the sun for a bit, smell the roses, listen to the birds. Each and every friend. one of those Yeah, talk to a friend. There we go. Um, each and every one of those activities may activate the flow of inspiration. And remember this the key to being a successful artist is to surpass your own expectations, not the expectations of artists who have already achieved this milestone. And yeah, that's it. And that's it. All right. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. I hope everybody enjoyed this conversation. I, I learned some. I hope um, everybody, yeah, just enjoyed it. If nothing else, even if you didn't learn anything, I hope that you enjoyed us uh, having a little bit of banter back and forth, and can see how all these things they overlap. Very few things are this or that. Usually, most things are this, that, and this other thing. And there's there's an intricacy to to life as well as with art whether it's simple there's a simple complexity to everything so um on on that note i'm going to head back out into the wasteland of modernity and i will leave you guys with the song bluebells and lilacs by highlander check them out on uh, Bandcamp. cheers everyone
Oh, thank you.